0: Good morning Remy. good morning breck sorry right. feeling 20. messed
1: up over here
0: the people my kids project scraps in the back that we're back in my office but it's messy so i like it my whole house is messy
1: right now i'm wondering if um i'm ever going to see my kitchen table because it is filled. i mean like heaping full of laundry bedding yeah. and i have
0: Yeah, I have a lot
1: of that going on, too. Like, oh, my gosh. I'll get it done one day. Well, the problem is, is, like, a lot of it comes out of my horse trailer, so it has to go back into the horse trailer. I don't want to put it back into the horse trailer until the horse trailer is actually clean.
0: I just haven't felt like doing that yet. (laughs) I just feel like my kids should go naked everywhere, and then I wouldn't have to do so much laundry. (laughs) It'd be a hell of a lot easier. Let's face it. I shouted out my mom yesterday on our Instagram, but this is my coffee cup that she gave me. Oh, I did see it. It's very, very springy. It's, It's not feeling very springy because it is still, currently I'm looking at my window, it is still pissing down rain.
1: Gotta love that. It's supposed to rain here today too. So, um, I think it might've been yesterday. I was lazily looking at TikTok because it's so funny there's so many funny things on there and there was this lady who had taken the, um girls your dogs girls <laughs> um they uh had taken like i don't know what they were they're were like orange oh my gosh they're quit it now um orange like cones with holes in the middle i don't know i'm trying to think of what they would be for Like Like traffic cones? (laughs) No, they weren't traffic cones. They were flat
0: discs. Flat discs. Oh, like for soccer and stuff like that? I bet that that's what they are.
1: Anywho, she took those, she put them in the front, like front of her yard, and then she took fake greenery and then stuck them in there so it looked like carrot tops. Oh, that's super cool. Who the hell thinks of this? Who thinks of this? That's what I want to know. Like,
0: it wouldn't be me. Someone crafty. Like, I'm crafty. I'm not that crafty.
1: I was, like, impressed. I seriously was. But I will never do anything like that. I'm not that person, folks. Never. I want to be that person, but I'll never be that person. So. Um, on to the next thing. How was your weekend? It was good. We uh
0: had baseball. What did we have? Sports. We had baseball on Saturday. And uh, Kyle was playing third, made a pretty good stop. And then, um, a kid tried to steal and the catcher threw in the ball and he made a really good stop. And then he ran him down. And then at the last minute he threw it to he overthrew it to second. So then two runs got scored on him. So that was disappointing. And he wasn't very confident at batting. And this is going somewhere. And I was just talking bad about my kid. And, um, like that kid can hit. He just lacks confidence. And, uh, so it comes down and like the game's pretty tight and they have him pitch. And I was like, really? We're just gonna destroy like all confidence first game right out of the gate. Oh, oh man. <coughs> first batter, the he killed it. Killed it. Second batter kills it. Third batter's a lefty that crowds the plate. He ends up walking in, but like on a three-two count. So I'm gonna give him that. Third batter, three up and down. And I was like. It was so funny because I was like, "You got this," and he just like gives me like this like super easy going thumbs up from the mound. So we had baseball, and I was glad, you know. He was very confident. He said where he messed up, but it's the same thing. Like he just kind of handles it with a different uh, attitude, a different attitude. He was upset when he didn't bat well. I did see that in the dugout, but you know he got it together. And like I said, but like but like he gets. There's nothing worse than watching your kid play. There's nothing better in nothing worse than watching your kid. It's like you can't help him out there and it's even worse like I think for me with baseball because maybe looks for like,
1: you Remy but I would have no idea what to do
0: so I can watch them well like baseball. you know like when they ride <laughs> right when they pen and sort like I know that I've trained those horses well enough to at least kind of help them right but they're just out there on the pitchers man by themselves yeah but he did really well and then <laughs> Sunday because uh I know we've gotten at least two inches of rain, but we're supposed to get two to four inches of rain between Tuesday and Thursday. Um, we got a bunch of cattle gathered and branded and worked. So God, uh, it was a little years tricky. Years.
1: But- precipitation will not stop in the United States this year.
0: <laughs> oh, these dogs.
1: I'm and just- then you guys had your sale,
0: which was almost a wreck,
1: but it wasn't. I know. Yeah. And once again, it's due to precipitation. Um But literally in Minnesota, they're talking like, well, at the beginning of the week, some places had 80 inches of snow, which is record breaking for the north. And now they're looking at another like anywhere from six to 10 inches. It is going to be, it's just so crazy. I mean, the amount of water that will be standing when the snow melts is going to be insane. But yes. Yes. All across the United States this year, the precipitation has not been an issue. Moisture everywhere, which we've needed, right? Yes. An abundance of moisture in the year 22, 23. I don't know what the hell. They must've ate something this morning. Get up here. Um, Anywho, yeah, so you know, I have a little anxiety towards the sale anyway, just because you want everything to go well. <laughs> you guys are not being good this morning. Um anywho, the sale, Thursday came. We got one truck and trailer on the road. And it's in Prescott, so that's quite a ways north of us. Um much different climate than here. They get snow, we do not Uh, very much cowboy country where the sale is, it's literally one, the only way in there is through, I think that the road is like five miles long and it's partially tarred. And then the rest going into the sale is gravel. Uh, it's very beautiful, very country on Thursday morning. We get a call from the sale barn. Everything was fine. All is well, ready to rock and roll. And then on, we sent a trailer out there that morning with three head of horses. And then by two o'clock we get a call from those people and they're like, we stopped in Chino Valley to get um, to at the vets to get some stuff. And the vet said that we can no longer go through that road. The road is washed out. And so we're going to stay at the vet clinic and we're like, what's going on? So come to find out, there is a lake that is very nearby the Sail Barn Road that was overflowing because of the amount of rain that they've had this year. So they let a reservoir go. And um, that just so happened to come right through the road of the Sail Barn. And it was lots and lots and lots of rushing water. What are the chances that there would be a rock plant right where the road washed out? the road was literally washed out on thursday afternoon there was a six foot drop off in between the sections of the road <clears throat> nobody was getting through there um we were supposed to leave on thursday night we left on friday morning i wanted to be so whipped up over all of this kind of i had so many other things that i was worrying about the road kind of the road was kind of like Maybe you're thankful that the road came along because then you just forget about everything else because then yeah. you're just like, people oh. won't even be able to get there. Um, so, yeah, it it was definitely a unique turn of events. Um, We tried to come up with a backup plan, but we were beyond a backup plan because there was already 70 head of bulls at the sale barn for the bull sale, that we would not have been able to relocate. Um, All of the tents, all of the everything for the horse sale, was already at the sale barn and set up, ready to go. And so the thought of having a backup plan was probably not happening. The choices were we cancel the sale or we make the best of it and roll on. So the sale barn had a crew because the county wouldn't work on the road. Imagine having a county who won't work on the road by the way.
0: Uh, the back way into my house has a giant hole, like giant, and they told them, so my chiropractor lives right where it's at, and so he called the county, goes, hey can you fill in this hole? They go, well, it's a private road. He goes, if it's a private road, then can I put a gate on it to stop all the people that drive down it? I go, no you can't put a gate on it. So It's like, so the private road that you want me to fix but I can't stop people from driving on it. So, um, yesterday I think enough cars got sucked into the giant pothole. I mean, it's not six feet deep, but it's like 12 feet across. Uh, they finally sent the county out to fix it after three months of doing nothing. So yes, I can, I can imagine
1: that. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, so this is not a private road. It is actually owned by the city, I believe of Chino Valley in, um, but the city nor the county will maintain it, which sounds kind of crazy to me that nobody wants to maintain it. And there's a lot of stuff out on this road. I mean, there's huge, massive ranches out there. There's businesses out there. There's actually um, housing developments out there, lots of fancy houses, and nobody wants to maintain this road. So by the time we got to the road on Friday, um, late morning, it was fixed. Well, I should say it was passable. They had worked on it all night. But the water, you guys have to remember, the water was literally rushing. So when you put new rock down, what's going to happen when you have rushing water? It's 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 taking the rock away at all times. Anywho. So we get there and we've got our big LQ on that's heavy as heck. And thankfully it was heavy as heck. And we're staring down this road and it's like, oh my God, it was bad. Like I've never been through anything bad like that with a truck and trailer. It was three feet of rushing water that you had to drive through. Um, And there was definitely some holes to navigate which was really hard to navigate the holes when there's rushing water over it and you can't see the bottom. (laughs) Uh, But we made it across, it was single file. And I thought, how the hell is anybody even gonna be up here? But when we got up there, it was packed. Like they did have record breaking numbers for all of the events throughout the weekend. Um, it It was good considering Mother Nature tried to put a stop to it. But it's amazing what the mind can handle when
0: you. Yeah. Oh, so we used to go to these pennings back up in the hills in California. It's, it's called Kelly And like it's a, it's in, it's off the 58 in like northern Southern California. So it's like, both, it's off by the grapevine. And it's, it used to be so much fun. But You'd have to go out there and camp. Your cell phones didn't really work. Your satellite didn't work on your motorhome. And every year, like when it would rain, it would, same thing. It's supposed to be a two lane road and it would be one. And we used to drive this. um, My mom and I used to have a six horse exis that had a center tack and a full dressing room in the front. So it's like super long. And um, like they weren't combined. They were separate compartments. Right. And, uh, but like this, the tack room was bigger than you. Like, I know people think about like a living quarters, but it was bigger than the living quarters center tack or mid tack. And, uh, so you'd be driving and like, my mom's like, am I still on the road? I'm like, yeah, for three inches because like only half of the road would be there. And it was super curvy to get in there. At least coming into the Prescott livestock auction is a little bit straighter than that. But yes, it's also crazy what water does to things. You sent me the video that I showed James and he's like, yeah, I can't believe they got that road fixed in time for anyone to get across it.
1: So it was, yes, if people, I'm not, like, making, I'm not blowing this out of proportion.
0: I'm not
1: um, exaggerating one bit. It
0: looks like, a, the one video looks like a waterfall. They're, like, in a big skip loader, and there's just water pouring down. Like,
1: yeah. When we drove across it, Remy, that is how it was, with
0: the water just pouring down. You know what? When in doubt, throttle out. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs>
1: stop. Do not stop. Do not stop. Um, it was crazy. It was so crazy. And like, really the other thing that was crazy to me is we were prepared to get our asses reamed over the freaking road. Right? Like we didn't, when we left here, we didn't understand how bad the road was. Then we went through the road and we're like, Oh my God. Like, we're going to get our asses handed to us this weekend. People are going to be so mad about it. And really, we only had one phone call. One phone call. Well,
0: you know, um, but, like, what can you do about it? You can't, you can't control that they let the reservoir out. You know? No, but, Remy, also know that people
1: People don't really give a shit that we can't control that. We're supposed to be able to control that. And so we were, like, fully prepared to take full on ass rippings. And there's really not much of anything. Um, people like the people in that valley are very nice. And um, all of them are like, well, we live in cowboy country, we're used to this. Our, some of them were like, our roads are like this normally. I'm like, oh, Lord have mercy on you. I could not do that. So
0: that brings us to our discussion today. How do you handle obstacles that are put in front of you? And I say that, up, like, I, um, I say that I say that with a smile because if you follow my other main company on social media, you will know that um JR Productions is going to look a little different for the foreseeable future. And um I've done my crying. That doesn't mean I won't cry today. Uh, we tried to find a lot of ways to work around it and um The backstory is that when we moved in here, we are out in the middle of kind of nowhere. When we moved in here, we got stuff permitted. We asked about a conditional use permit. We were told we didn't need it. We didn't follow up on it. So that burdens on us. Um, And again, when we moved in here, we were out in the middle of nowhere. I don't think anyone thought anything of what we were gonna do. They've been putting horse shows on here since the late seventies. We bought it as a working show barn granted not for the same kind of horses before us. It had been Hannah's Ranch and they did halter horses. Like this office you see in here was wall to wall. It was awesome actually. It was wall to wall quarter horse globes. Like floor to ceiling all the walls. It was super cool because I've never seen that many globes in my life in one place. Like, And um, we came home from baseball practice (laughs) one day to a cease and desist order on our gate. Um, We actually thought it was we had been tagged on the wrong property because we never had anyone show up. We've never been in any trouble. We're not a public nuisance, not a public health concern. And um our neighbors tend to get a little rowdy once about well, once a month, once every two months, and the police usually get called out on them. They shut down their parties, but we've never we've never had any of those. So we just thought it was a misunderstanding. Um we went to the county so it was definitely us. It was about our events. And so, you know, we scrambled to try and find every legal avenue out of, or at least to get a stay on the order. And it just didn't work out for now. So we're doing all the steps we can to come into compliance. And so now we get to be um, traveling gypsies and go put on shows all over Southern California, just not at our place. So, um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks a lot because, uh, again, for 20 years, we have poured everything into this place: blood, sweat, tears, mental health, uh, a lot of money to make it to what it is. And I said it in the post, and it's true. So we do this thing called Friday Night Lights branch sorting. And it's not a giant moneymaker. And I say that because people are gonna think that I'm looking at the loss of it as a as a cash thing. And yeah, it, it is, but at the same time, like. It's a big part of our community. People come out and eat dinner here that don't even sort. They come and watch, their kids play on the lawn. Like it's a fixture in this community. And we've started so many people from that that just kind of wanted to have fun with their horses and cows. And then they grow into something else. So it's really disappointing. And you know, I I can't do lessons in the same way. And so James and I'll have to travel and do clinics. Thankfully, we've had a bunch of arenas step up and a lot of very good friends step in to help us where they can, but it, it sucks and it's, it's terrifying. And, uh, and then on the flip side of it, you know, for all the good, then you hear the stuff that people are saying and you've got some people delighting in what is your presumed downfall. And I don't operate that way. Like I say, if I don't like you, I can walk by you and you can be on fire. The flip side to that is also if you asked me for help, I would still help you even if I didn't like you. And I don't understand a world in which people relish in someone else's misery because I'm not wired that way. Like if I don't like you, I won't support your business or you just don't exist to me, but I don't want bad things for you. And it's, and I think that's been the hardest on me is to hear the horrible things people say about me from a lot of people, it's not just from one person. And so I now have to regather and reevaluate everything I've ever done. So it's
1: kind of been a tough time for, I mean, I feel like for me, it's navigatable. For Remy, it's just been a lot. Um, but I also feel like some of the best things in our life have come about because of things like this.
0: No, and it's well, that's really just, it's, yeah. I was I was talking to someone last night and she goes, you know, the cliche is that when one door closes, another opens. And she goes, what they don't tell you is that those hallways are a bitch. And I said, yeah, because right now I feel like when it rains, it pours and I'm in a boat with a hole in it. And it's it. literally been raining, <laughs> <laughs> literally been raining. So right, it, when it rains, it pours and I'm in a rowboat with a hole in it and no paddle, and no life vest, and I can't swim. And now I know all those things to not be true, right? I know those to not be true. And so I was joking with another one of my friends, I sent her like a, a GIF of a roulette wheel, and I was like, seasonal, situational, or clinical depression, take your pick today. Take your pick on which one we're gonna address because I am doing everything in my power to not be swallowed whole. And it sucks. And again, I know all the, I know I'll be okay. I know like I know everything will work out because I won't roll over and die, and neither will James. Like, we've worked so hard, but it is so frustrating. It is. And I know I'm not the only one dealing with stuff like you guys had a whole road fucking washout before your sale. Like, how do you control that? You know, and we just
1: had to have it because the only way (laughs) we are going to lose a lot of money if we didn't have it.
0: No, that's like the same thing. It's a it's like working the cattle on Sunday. I love that. I love that experience with my boys and my friends. And again, we're lucky I get to live like I get to live an awesome life. And this is just a bump. It's just a really scary one at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's
0: um, and Breck and I were joking before we came on about, am I gonna be the person that's like Breck was a couple of weeks ago? And we're like, fuck everybody, I don't need anybody, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, it's not true. I know that I'm crying. It's just a lot of stress, but I won't because that's the thing. For all the negative things I've had, so many people call and support and ask what's going on like and people again that you don't think have your back and they call you you know and they call you with like genuine offers it's not lip service it's like genuine offers of friendship and help and hope and so again i can't close myself off because i did that and i still wasn't happy
1: um so (laughs) we're not going to go into all of it um But Remy and I have gone through very similar things in the end of February. Um, However, mine was not, mine is not as definite as Remy's, if that's what we should say. It, I mean, the timing is uncanny weird. Um, It makes you question a lot of things. Um, Makes you question. Could it could people be mad because of this? Um, it makes you question what? What the hell did we do? Um, and neither one of us are. I mean, I feel like I do enjoy life to the fullest. And I would say the same thing about you. The things that I really dislike in life are paperwork. I don't, I'm not good with the details of things like, such as something like this, shall we say. I'm not good at that. I don't want to ever really be good at that. I feel like there's people who are really good at that. So that, like, navigating things that we don't know how to, that's, I feel like I look at things a lot differently than I would have, when I had my job, everything was a fucking disaster, like, the littlest things, (laughs) it's a fucking disaster, since I quit my job, we're faced with
0: with, would, real, like, with real disaster, with real natural disasters. Yeah, disaster. I mean, like, my face faced with a lot
1: of shit every day that just, like, just hit me in the face. So what I used to consider disasters is now, like, uh, it's fine. It's taken me a long time to get to this point. I'm not saying that I don't still get whipped up every now and then, because I surely do. But it's a lot less than what it was before I really understood what big hard things really are and this does feel like a big hard thing
0: because there's so much unknown that you have to navigate. Yeah and it is it's like the anxiety of the unknown right is it all going to get fixed and if it's not going to fix get fixed what does my life look like moving forward and again right like I'm fully aware of how great my life is right Like, and this is, like, I am, James and I were talking the other night in bed, like, late at night, and he goes, I'm the woman, so I need you to talk to me, because I'll just, (laughs) right, like, I'll just internalize everything and grin and bear it, because that's how I do it, because I've always been the one in almost all the relationships, right, I'm the hand holder, I'm the, I'm the one that's supposed to be strong all the time, or at least that's, that's how I feel, right, like, I'm supposed to support everybody, and, uh, we are talking about everything and he goes, well, because at the end of the day, if I have you, we can live in a box and are you okay? Because he knows how bad it can get. Now he didn't used to know how bad it could get, but he knows. And so again, I'm lucky, but God damn, like I'm tired. I've spent 20 years building a thing. So I didn't have to be a gypsy on the road and go to every arena and do that. Like we built a focal point for an amazing, like two amazing sports, penning and sorting are awesome. Where else do you have that much fun on horseback? Honest to God, right? Like, and it's cheap really compared to most other things. Um, And so we built all this and it is, it's that fear of the unknown. And again, for me, it's like, I grew up and maybe other people didn't grow up this way, right? Be true, be honest, be genuine, be who you are and help others out and you will be rewarded. At the moment, it really feels like I'm being punished for being all of those things. Like, I'm too blunt for people. Great. I know that. And, um, you know, that was like the last big conversation that we had about this. My husband goes, well, aren't you humbled? I said, why should I be I, Yes, I'm humbled. Of course. These people want to break me so they get to win but I should not be ashamed of all the work we do because this didn't come easy, right? The business didn't come easy. The cattle didn't come easy. None of this came easily. We busted our ass. And like you were on the phone with me a couple months ago when I'm cleaning stalls and riding horses because I didn't have anyone else to work for me. I did all that. I worked really hard. And so did James because we didn't want to let people down. I didn't want to let my clients down. I knew that that was just an obstacle we had to overcome and it all that all worked out too but it's like i don't sit there and do nothing i'm up early i work really hard i invest emotionally so much into what i do into what james does <coughs> and then to have it be weaponized against you is fucking disheartening and like i can't imagine what real famous people deal with or real famous coaches deal with or real athletes deal with because I'm like And you and I talk about this and we don't agree, right? Like, I don't think I'm important. I shouldn't elicit that kind of response from anyone, in my opinion, right? Like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I shouldn't ruin your life. But again, to hear from multiple sources that certain people are relishing in my misery is just, God, it's not even about me. Like, I feel bad for you that you care that much about someone that isn't affecting you. And now I feel bad for my kids because to keep, so we either have to change our lifestyle drastically or I have to work harder. Well, how much harder can I work when I'm still trying to make every baseball practice and make sure that I'm up on time to make their lunches and make sure all the laundry's done and train horses and help James work cattle and do all the other things we do. So they lose their mother one way or the other. And again, my other hope is for the, is that people didn't understand the, Large scale ramifications of what they say, because that's the only way I can live is thinking that people are not as bad as, as I feel like they are right now.
1: I'm extremely superstitious, which I think I've shared on here before that I'm extremely superstitious. And um, lately I've had a thing with birds (laughs) about on Thursday I was like, "Oh my god." Or on Friday I was like, "I really want to see some doves right now." Like a freaking <laughs> thing a pack of doves, are they called pack? I don't even know. Like a whatever. I want to see some freaking doves so I feel better. And um but leading up to the sale, the lady who owns the sale bar, Courtney, they're awesome, and amazing. We had been talking kind of every day leading up to it and um I had said I can't wait till Monday. I can't wait till Monday. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't wait till Monday either. And then she would text me and she like, <laughs> something would happen. She'd text me and she's like, I can't wait till Monday. I can't wait till Monday. And then the road literally washed away. And I called her on Thursday night to like, because, um, at one point at Thursday night we had a phone call and it was late. It was like nine 30. So I had to call her and, it was somebody from Texas and they're like talking to Brandon and he's like, how many horses do you guys have on? And they're like, they must've said 10 because Brandon goes, you have 10 horses on. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, we do. And he's like, where are you coming from? They're like, Texas, we're coming for the roping. And Brandon's like, Oh shit. So uh, Brandon had to call Courtney and be like, Oh my God, like tomorrow's going to be a really big day. Courtney, did you know this? And we got, all these people on the road that can't get in there, I'm sending them to the rodeo grounds. And she's like, Oh my, yeah, she was kind of getting worried and nervous. And um I said, Listen, Courtney, here's the deal. I said, I think God's punishing us right now because we keep saying can't um, wait till Monday. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till Monday. I'm like, no more of that shit. And she started laughing. She's like, Are you being for real right now? I'm like, I'm being so fucking for real right now. Right now, we're going to see. I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for
0: tomorrow. <laughs> no, and it's like, uh, um, yeah, I just, it's not even that. Like, look, we got Vegas coming up. I got, we oversold our room book. We got tons of stalls. I need your stall count, by the way. Uh, we got tons of stalls. It's going to be an awesome show. And, like, uh, we were supposed to reschedule this show this weekend for another arena. But, again, with all the, and. Had it all worked out. And then with all the rain, like, even though the arena will be dry, nothing else is going to be dry. And, uh, you know, I've been at show We used to never cancel shows. Like, when I was younger, we went to a show in Merced one time, which is Northern California. And it was raining so bad, they called it for an hour for everyone to go to Walmart to buy rain gear. And then we came back and like the mud was up to our horse's knees. Like they were using truck or tractors to get trucks and trailers out of the parking. Like we just don't do stuff like that anymore. We all got a little soft. We're just like, you know, it's too wet. We will come back. We, we're we used talking. to like never, we used to never cancel stuff. We, uh, uh, my dad's place, my dad built these gorgeous arenas up in Ventura County and it was raining so hard one time. Cause it's like at the base of a lake and like the rain would bounce off of the dam that you all had to turn backwards. Like, the rain was so bad. Like, driving at your face, you'd have to turn backwards and, like, huddle up. But again, like, thinking back, I was like, that's not a good time. Like, maybe when I was younger, but for sure not a good time right now. And so we just canceled everything. But Vegas looks good. We're going back to um, Norco in May, which is fun. All paved roads. We should be able to get there. All things. paved roads. You know, look, Once by the time you pull into Vegas, you don't have to do anything. Uh, You know, you just... You know, I think um, over the last
1: over the last couple months, I've definitely thought about this quite a bit. Um, do you know who and I don't listen to her or anything, but I just know and I always and I think back to it a lot. But Marie Forleo, I think that's how I say it. Yeah. She has the book like it's figureoutable. Mm-hmm. And I've just been saying that a lot in my head lately. It's figure outable. We can figure it out. And I think that's it's the same with this. I think that there's going to be one day that, and hopefully it's soon, hopefully it's soon that you're going to be able to look back, Remy, and be like, boy, when we were going through that, it felt like, you know, the walls were closing in on us. But I'm glad that we're here, we're through it. And maybe the new chapter looks better than the one before. That's the thing about life—you just never know, and sometimes it feels so scary. And yeah, it, it sucks when when people—I shouldn't say—I don't know how to say it. Like, not when they let you down, but just when the vi- like the the vision in your head of people isn't
0: reality. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like. So for me, right. And it's, this isn't bullshit. And I'm sorry for everyone that I cried today. I really am that person. That's like, Hey, don't worry about it until like sufficient evil is sufficient until the day thereof. Right. Don't worry about it until it needs worried about, Well, this is a big worry right now. And again, I have an awesome team. We will get through it. It is scary. It is frightening. And, you know, James and I were talking about it and he goes, well, You're open, right? You've opened yourself up. And we talked about this in all the friendship things, right? I've opened my circle up. And again, I still, like, no matter how bad this hurts right now, I still wouldn't change it because, again, I was raised, be true, be honest, be genuine, be who you are and help where you can help. I do all those things. And I know that it's a small group of people that does not like me and they don't like me for those reasons. So do, again... I can tort myself into a way <clears throat> that makes them comfortable, that do I break myself down into bite-sized pieces for someone and then I can't sleep at night because my soul won't be happy. my heart won't be full. Or do I take the lashes that are coming and they're coming and I'm enduring them, but still go to sleep at night? Well, yeah, it feels like a punishment, but I know it's not. and I know like, look, We survived, like when we survived the drought, and I know it sounds horrible because this feels really shitty right now. I don't think there was anything as devastating as that drought because this is, this sucks, right? But we can always move forward. When we had that drought, we had nothing else going right? And you're looking at all those cows, all those calves, that's your whole future that you've invested. And it's a picture that you have in your mind, right? That is how I move forward. Well, this sucks, but there's a way through it. And, um, again, we've all, you know, we've all grown up. James was really good about sitting down and figuring out what'll work, how will it make us money? Cause like, my thing is put my head down and go to work, right? Just go to work, go to work, go to work. And part of the reason I work so hard, um, James the other day goes, why are you so tired? And he was joking because we've got a lot of stuff. We've always had a lot of stuff going on. And I looked at him I go, it's depression, bro. Like that's what this is. I want to sleep for 20 hours and do nothing. And part of the reason I have to work hard is it's the only thing that keeps me functioning. And I know it sounds horrible. It should be my kids. And it's not because I have to follow the steps of certain things in order to make everything make sense. So, you know, and maybe i'll win the lottery and then i can just move up to the mountains and be a little a little hermit on the hill with all my pretty cows cuz you know i saw a meme the other day that said like i wish to have ornamental cows right not for beef not for dairy just cows that you have well, so happy? i would i would i would be happy to have ornamental cows and again it's only one of our businesses that also sounds really horrible <coughs> but I I, I I think it's It hurts me because it's a business I have poured everything of myself into. And so has James, you know, it's like, I say I, but it isn't just me. It's, it's both of us. And uh, yeah, but again, you know, we'll be a year from now and I won't, I will be ashamed that I cried on a podcast about poor little me. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like the last... The last five years has taught me... Not even that. Probably more like three. It just taught me that there's, there's... I wouldn't have thought this way before because everything was such a big deal to me. And I'm not saying that this is not a big deal because this is very much a big deal. But there are ways around... Things, there are ways around things. There's different ways to look at things, and sometimes you don't know it until you've been through the storm. That maybe that was God's way of saying that closing. He's closing the chapter for you, so you can start a one that's even better.
0: You know? No, and 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 again, like we are lucky. Like I said, we have like a team assembled around us of friends and experts, and. You know, they've all said the same thing. Like, we can figure all this out. Like, it won't be easy. It's going to be a pain in the ass. But like, look, I had a good friend that uh, had been in a building for a long time, right? Running a very big company out of a building. And then they had like, I think two weeks to get out. Like a lot of equipment, all of it. And I remember them going through it. And it's the same thing. Now, a lot of stuff is way better for them. But I remember that paralyzing them with fear. And again, this isn't the end. I just need to adapt. And I could somebody not have.
1: Asked me to, you know, because you get so, you get so zoned in on like your daily life and the things that you love about your daily life and the things that you love about how you do business that you, you can't see anything else. And somebody asked me, is it worth the investment? I'm
0: like. Yeah, I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. It is. I, I, I you know, I hope so because I'm invested, right? <laughs> I hope it's worth the investment because I'm invested. No, it's uh but it is. I've uh, you know, and it'll just be what it's gonna be. And again, like I I, I did tell James because I, I told you too, like I woke up with like and anxiety is not my bag. We talked about that, right? And I woke up like the first night in a full fledged panic. And then I like sat there and I was like, this is not you. This is not how you problem solve because you'll just and like, that's my thing, right? Like I will come up with a lot of different ways, not all of them rational to deal with things. Uh, James is much more methodical than me. I like to commit to a plan of action and he likes to look at all the options. And when I woke up the next morning, I was like, look, if this is the universe telling us that this is, it's time to move on and this is it, you know, then we move on. But. I just yeah I don't know I like my life I like my house I finally got my house I liked it I just you know I wish there were simple solutions but again I'll tackle every problem as they come instead of worrying about 19,000 problems because I'm gonna be honest I couldn't have imagined this problem this is not a problem I would have foreseen so you know uh,
1: the other thing too and I'm not being dumb, but I've had to tell myself this so many times, like nothing good is ever easy. Like nothing good is ever easy. Like if it was easy, then
0: everybody would be doing it. Yeah. And I mean, I think I was, I had, you know, it's the same thing like for us with, With, um, with everything, right. With our business, with, with our horse training, with our shows, with our cows, We make a lot of stuff look easy and efficient and fast. Do you know how long it took to get to that? Like, and that's, it's, you know, it's like when you see see someone that says, you're paying me for my years of experience, not my time on the job. And it's the same thing for us. Like it took us a long time to get here. It took us a long time to find that rhythm and that pattern that makes everything easy and fun. And from the outside it does, it looks easy and it's not and again, you talk about the investment. Sometimes I'm not sure the investment's worth it. But I, I, until we figure out something else, I'm still going to be the girl that gets to ride pretty horses and pet fluffy cows. And uh, we had to pet some bigger fluffy cows this weekend because of all the rain. We worked calves that were much bigger than we had been working. Oh. <laughs> there was one where we we, we saved all the, bigger cal- the, all the bigger calves to head and heel. And there was one that would, just would not go down. And so we had two guys flanking it and it and it had, like, it just wouldn't go down. So I was, like, trying to grab a leg and flip it. And James was, like, are you just going to push, like, a 650-pound calf down by yourself? I was, like, I didn't know what else to do. I was just trying to be helpful. So, you know. And uh, thank God it is raining because I own lots of cows right now. So. Well, I mean. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think the moral of this story is it's even we struggle with how to figure out how to, Even we struggle with navigating life. I mean, we're just like all of our viewers. There's shit that pops up for us every single day. And um, we're not excluded from that. It's just all in how you handle it. And most times it's better in the end. You're better because of it, but it's really hard to see how better it can
0: be when you're in the midst of it. No. And I, it's like, I think, um, you know, like I try and share my ups and downs on social media. Cause there's a lot of people that only do one. And again, a lot of times it seems like I'm like, I'm jaded, but I'm still optimistic, right? I'm a, the nihilistic optimist, like it doesn't matter anyway. So why not just try and address it. But um again like i look back over everything that's happened and it will be okay and if it's not okay i'll find another route for it to be okay right like nothing's final um but i think people think like i'm over optimistic or like that it's fake it's not i just have to choose to see the best in people the best in my life i choose to focus on the positive cuz there's a lot of really bad things out there you know i have I have a lot of friends going through things that are horrible too, you know, and it is all in how you handle it. So when we tell you to be positive and to count on your friends and to count on yourself, we say that because we are dealing with a lot of, sh- we, we deal with a lot of stuff. It's not just like we haven't faced hardship, but it isn't all of how you handle it because, you know, the road washed out for you. How, how do you foresee that happening? Right. How do you make a plan? And it's not like, Look, I, I've been to Prescott. It's not like there's another road in. Right? There is like, no other road. There in is both. no other that road. That is in. the only road that goes. That to is, not, and I will tell you, when we drove <laughs> down that road, I couldn't believe they got semis down it to get cattle to the sale yard. So again, there's stuff that's going to happen. For us, it's been droughts, and now it's this. But
1: Now I tell you my favorite story from the weekend. I wish I would have got it on video. It would have been so funny. So like, if you did not like, if you stopped or did not have your vehicle in four wheel drive when you went through that you were screwed they did have a payloader down there pulling people out throughout the day on saturday and friday anyhow some friends had three horses on their trailer a big living quarters i don't think that they put it in four wheel drive and they went through it and they got stuck in the middle of that rushing water and a toyota tacoma came to try to pull them out (laughs) how do you think that that went
0: and they've been watching the they've been watching the commercials i know no i know we had a this is one more story so we said this pasture that was downed off of the 15 and now it's a housing tract but it used to be um a big pasture and um the bottom would get really really wet the top one, but the bottom would get really boggy and we had a truck it had four-wheel drive and it got stuck And we were trying everything to get it out. We put wood underneath it. We dug holes. And so we finally shoved more plywood underneath the wood because we just needed a tiny bit of traction. And then James dallied off to the hitch on a horse. And like between the horse and getting the wood, because like we've already tried the wood. This wasn't just the wood. Like between all of it, it gave it just enough to get it kicked up onto the wood. James just like, I can't believe that I pulled. tried to pull the truck out with a horse. And it helped. Like it did help. But it was the same thing where you're like, but all it needed was like that extra little. Oh. Yeah, uh, but uh, that is. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you what I've seen a lot of stuff uh, where we grew up riding too down at San Pasqual Valley Ranch in Escondido. They used to park people across the street, and uh, they tried to use the tractor to get a truck out that a truck and trailer that was stuck, and then the truck tractor got stuck, and then they had to get the water truck to get the tractor out. And it was just like, you know, it was like an Abbott and Costello routine about how you're going to get stuff unstuck. But again, getting unstuck. Uh, okay. So that's a perfect metaphor, right? Unstuck in life. Getting unstuck. If the tractor doesn't work, we'll get the water truck, right? There's always an option. And if that doesn't work, just wait till it dries out. So right now I'm in a holding pattern, kind of, not really, but you know, we'll see you all in Vegas.
1: Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm on a break this week I'm sleeping in and. Taking it easy for a little bit, but I got to go because I'm not taking it that easy. I still have chores to do.
0: I got to go uh, make lunches and, uh, cause it's, it's later here because we didn't start on time today, but I was up on time. In. So, well, we love you all. Yeah. I'm sorry that I cried. I made you all feel uncomfortable.
1: No, it's life. And I'm, we're not the only ones that are dealing with life. So it is what it is. Until next time, be bold, be brave, be humble. See you later, Remy. Bye.